0: This is Homebuyer Talk Radio with your host, Mark Evinger. Now, here's Mark. Welcome to Homebuyer Talk Radio, a show that provides expert news and insight into the world of buying and selling real estate. You'll learn tips on hiring real estate agents, choosing lenders, preparing your home for sale, what to watch for when buying your home, tips for choosing your neighborhood, and much more. You can catch video podcast versions of the show anytime on all the usual podcast platforms or on our website at homebuyertalkradio.com. Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk about whether or not it's practical to work as a part-time real estate agent, and if so, what's a good way to go about building your business as a side hustle? We're going to look at a few simple ways for realtors to attract more listing contracts in 2022, and finally, we'll talk about how realtors are using the power of using short form video as a social media marketing tool. In studio with me today is one of our show contributors, Joey Bada, who is filling in for Gaspar Cifuentes today. Joey's a real estate expert and associate broker at San Antonio's Finest Realty. Joey, it's always great to have you on the show, man. Nice to be back. Thanks for having me. You bet. Also in, show, uh, on, in studio with us today is Elliot Valdez. He's an expert real estate agent with San Antonio's Finest Realty and still an active San Antonio police officer. Elliot, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Uh, long time dream. Finally did it, right? So like I told you before, my mom said I had a face for radio, so I'm really excited <laughs> to get this going. So let's- <laughs> Well,
0: I know you're crushing it out there, so I'm okay. excited to get into the particulars, uh, and Joey's going to be leading us through that. Amen.
2: Amen. Go ahead. All right. Um, Elliot was born and raised in San Antonio. He is a 30-year veteran of the San Antonio Police Department. He's been a real estate agent with SAFR for about six years and was, in fact, our top producer in 2021. He's been married to his wife, Melinda, who we absolutely love. <laughs> that wasn't in there that's just yeah, that's, <laughs> for 29 years and has two grown children and a grandbaby, a grandbaby on. On congratulations
1: on that well you're going to be a grandpa grandpa yeah how does that work you look like you're maybe I, 35 i think i was 10 i don't know when we had it so i don't know <laughs> that's that's what i'm going on yeah yeah no it's uh i'm very excited so i started uh started young you know and uh very excited for that. Yeah, started
0: young and finished young. Finish young. So you're yeah. actually coming up on—is th- it 30 years? 30 years. 30 year retirement. That's yeah. like awesome because that's like maximum benefits yeah. right there. A lot right? of ups we're, and downs
2: in 30 years. Yeah, yeah there is. Yeah, we're very excited.
1: Very excited.
2: Okay. Um, first thing we'll do, we're doing, we're going to ask some questions to our top producer because we realize that there's some people out there that are interested in a um, in a career in real estate have been kind of thinking, you know, is this the right fit for me? So who better to bring in uh, to talk to us today? about their experience than the person that is the top producer in the entire company. Wow. And right now we're just shy of 90 agents, probably about 87, 88 real estate agents and brokers. And the, uh, the hard charger right here across the table is the one that was the top producer out of all of us. Now you're going up agents like regular trying so you to. guys are growing really, trying really to. well. Yeah. We realize that, um, you know, real estate agents are the lifeblood of the, of a successful corporation of a brokerage. Uh, they're the gasoline that drives the engine. So we are always looking out for people that we think that are going to be a good fit, that we think share the same vision, and that understand that good, hard work does, in fact, pay off. And obviously, Elliot is a perfect example of all of those ideals. Yes, he is. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. um, Elliot, we're going to ask you some questions here. How did you get into real estate and how long have you been an agent?
1: I've been doing real estate right now, right at 6 years. Um maybe a little over now. 6 years. 6 6.5 is what I'm getting at. I got oh. to get the point five inside there.
0: Um and uh well, wait a minute. When you're when you're using fractions, you know you're <laughs> young. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. you, you ask uh you ask a kid, well, "How do you well, I'm 8 and 3 quarters." Yeah.
1: Or- yeah, I'm that guy. I'm that guy. So, uh been doing it like I said, 6 years. I really enjoyed it. Uh and this man across the table from me is the one that really got me going. Him and Gaspar uh Believed I had the gift of gab is what we always called it. And uh, so the truth came out is um got into real estate. I, as you all know, like I said, I was a San Antonio police officer. And at that time, I was doing extra jobs standing on my feet for hours and hours yep. and hours. Um, so went into this business. They explained to me everything that was going on. And I had their backing 100%. That's how I got into it six, and a half, six years ago. Yeah. So who did,
0: did Joey? Did he bring you into the...
1: I'm going to th- say Joey's the guy that really pushed me to go. And yeah, Gasper... So this is how this is our history too. I went to high school with Joey. Oh, awesome. We graduated academy together and I went to the academy with Gasper, and he was with me in my wedding too. So, oh yeah, so a lot of history, a lot of loyalty
2: it seems um it seems crazy that it was probably a little bit over six and a half years ago we were having the conversation about trying to get him in right because we understood that he had an incredible work ethic. We knew that because we were working right next to him in our in our our primary job at the time, and understanding that he had the ability to compartmentalize things that come up, you know, and not just in the policing field, but as, um, you know, what we thought was going to be a good, uh, crossover into the business world, which is you get certain things that come up uh, unexpectedly or at the same time in a real estate transaction. And we knew that he had it in him to be able to be successful in handling those things. Well, he has a great personality too. That's one I mean, I hadn't seen you and I don't know.
0: A lot of years, yeah, right? Sir. But but you stand out because of your personality. You're very
2: approachable, very friendly, and those are great qualities to have for a real estate agent. So it's a really thank good you. fit. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Now, Elliot, with that, there's a lot of ups and downs. You know, there's a lot of highs. You've, you have right. thank the Lord, you've experienced a lot of highs in your real estate career. Right. What do you think is your greatest accomplishment looking back now at the last six and a half years?
1: So my greatest accomplishment, um, I'm going to say it's my family. So what I mean by that is. There was things that I was never able to do with my family until I got into this career. Um, It opened up, you know, getting rid of debt. It opened up different things like that for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was my family, helping my family get into another level where we were at. Um, But actually with the brokerage, um, it's being top producer. Mm -hmm. Like starting with what I have one sell my first year as being an agent to now being top producer six years later. Uh, Man, it's it's just a a win-win for me. I'm very excited. So...
2: And one of the things I think, again, just kind of watching your career and watching you grow in your business is that originally it didn't come easy. Right. You know, it right. was something, you know, one year or one, uh, one transaction in a year is humbling. Right. It definitely lets you know that you're not being spoon fed anything. Right. But having the right understanding and the support brokerage wide, just like, you know what, you can do this. Right. They're, right. they're having stability in place and realizing that this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And that's something that he stuck with because he didn't give up. He stayed right. with it and he continued to grind, continued to to market himself. And that's not something that's easy to do. Um, initially, it's really not easy to do when it's not something that we've been doing. You know, you go to your, have, you have a job and your, your work is spoon fed to you versus having to create the business out yeah. of thin air. Yeah. Easier Very said than done. Point.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Cause we were used to, like you says, when, with that part of the job that I do, you go to a call, all your, like you said, it's all coming to me. So I do have to go back out and get it. It was, it was different. It was different, but a challenge was good. And they gave it to me.
2: So. Absolutely. Now, and until you're as, as the co-host today, and again, thanks for to Gasper for allowing me to fill in for him today. I have to look at Elliot and, and I know all the answers to the questions. Yeah. but I have to make it seem like I don't know who you are. Right. Even yeah, though I yeah have known exactly. You since I was in high school.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, since high school.
2: Now, um, what year did you graduate high school?
1: 1988.
2: Okay, did John you graduate J. in May or did you graduate in August?
1: I graduated. Okay, just making sure because maybe they,
2: I can right? take an extra <laughs> class. I'm checking let me my show it. notes. I'm checking my show notes. John J. J. Mustang, <laughs>
1: man. It, it helped me a little bit. So, John J. Yeah. Mustang, That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. Okay. Um, tell us what you experienced your first year and essentially how the brokerage, SAFR and Faithfully, Homes and Land, how do they support new agents?
1: So my first year, like he says, it was difficult. We went to, I went to the classes and I, I literally put everything in God's hands for me. And yeah. uh, I went to classes, did all that, and it was very difficult because I, in class, it's like we're in the police academy. They teach you one thing, and then when you come out, it's really you know the other right. on the job training. So I got out here thinking that I was going to have all these people coming to me, and then I got out there and I'm like, okay, that my parents didn't even come to me. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> <about?" laughs> so, uh, no, I'm did your parents so, use somebody else? No, they okay. did not. That's, they actually used me. That that's was actually first. really
0: good content that for was, the next section. Yeah, that was my like actual. Well, wait, I got a question. So, yeah. did did you charge them full price? Uh,
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's my. So that's the funny thing. The other thing is, my family always goes on that, right? Because it was business, yeah. right? Sure. And my my mom is one of the biggest things that always says, "This is business, and I'm going to treat you like a businessman. So if you mess up, you're going to be treated like a businessman. But I'm going to pay you like a businessman. So, that's right. Uh, that first year um, was very difficult trying to find. It was just me knowing one job for 24 years, I guess it was at the time, going to another job, having basically to look for work. Um, so it was difficult. Um, but with, you know, San Antonio's Finest Realty, they came in and, uh, and it's not just because they knew me. I saw them treat all our agents that were there at the time like that. So I could call him on the drop of a dime. And I remember there was times I would call him at home and I'd be like, Joey, like, dude, this is just isn't working for me. Like, I don't understand. And like I said before, his little deal was let the domino drop. Just let the first domino drop. Um, so it was, it was really one thing for me. It was, it was hard, but they were always there supportive with the group, kind of giving me ideas on where to go to market myself. Um, because the truth of it is we had the top two guys in our brokerage that were working with me and were taking the buyers, right? Because who would want to go? Would they want to go with the experienced buyer? I'm a brand new buyer. So I went with my wife outside the limits and i opened my horizons but without them being there for me and supporting me with all the efforts of this is what you should do this is how you should go Mm -hmm. and is it a family deal I wouldn't even have learned that so my wife was the one who was like well let's go try this and then I went to teachers and then that's what broke me out and then Mm -hmm. then finally when they finally retired I got them retired out of the way then I was able to do other stuff you know what I mean like but uh, the first year was very hard but San Antonio like I said Finest Realty is the one that that came up very supportive for me very supportive. They're always there with, with different, you know, guides and things that I have. So,
2: yeah, and it's, he was successful in finding a niche and with that niche bred success. And I'm, I'm of the belief that when someone's out there, if they're looking to buy or sell their house, and for most of us, that's probably our biggest expenditure of our existence. Um, or if you're looking to come into the business, like I, somebody's considering a career in real estate, People are results-oriented, and understandably so. We want to go with somebody who we know is going to uh, to sit there and negotiate right. firmly on our behalf, who's going to do it the right way. And when he found his niche, that first domino got kicked over, and you know it's, it was just full steam ahead
1: from there. Right. Like I said, I really enjoyed it. And that was the other thing of doing police work for so long. Our logo resembles a, a, a patch, right? The San Antonio police patch is what yeah. it resembles. Uh, we all devoted a lot of time to this city, which we really, really enjoy, and we honor the city of San Antonio. That's what we did. But whenever I wore the patch, everybody thought I was off duty in my light duty uniform. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what's that going to be? So Joey's like, you do farm and ranch. Like, you like to hunt? You like to do the farm and ranch stuff? And I'm like, hmm. So my wife came up with putting our double logo. So then it came down to, well, the antlers are not a police emblem. They kind of looked at it. And that's what helped me get into a different group of them understanding that I was doing real estate. And that's what helped me on that part. It's good branding. Yeah.
2: So, I like the look of it, too. Uh, my wife say like that, said, my wife did what I That is probably the coolest logo. Yeah. I, you know, I wasn't going to say that because, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Because was, the one that he does in color is camo in the back. Right, camo in the back. Yeah. It's it's, really it's nice. incredible.
1: Yeah. So
2: Very, very cool. Now, kind of leads into the next one. Right. What did you, uh, what steps did you take to grow your business?
1: So that was just it, learning how to market myself. And this, like I said just a little while ago, marketing was my, how to put myself out there as them trusting me and uh, funny thing is my wife's a teacher so she's the one that would be like this is what you kind of need to do like why don't we do this step out of your comfort zone and I was the true police officer that was like well my comfort zone's in this circle and I don't want to get out of that circle so she taught me basically how to get out of my circle um, and then Joey and these guys are like dude this is what we really need you to do so they gave, everybody gave me ideas so that's what I would come, come to the point of me is stepping out of my circle learning how to market myself better and getting people to trust me and all mine was straight customer service. Um, I wanted—I didn't want anybody to know that I wasn't going to be there because we always get that right—that little mark on us that oh, you're just a part-time realtor. Oh, yeah. you're just a part-time realtor. You know what I mean? And I'm like, no, I'm a full-time police officer when I'm at work, and I'm a full-time real estate agent when I'm doing real estate. So it was me marketing myself, getting out for that, and that's how I was able to to get myself mm-hmm. doing.
2: It. His level of success, even though it is a side—it's it's a side hustle. It's not limited amount of energy or time or effort. Um, it's you have to work at that. It's not something that you can just kind of fall into. That side hustle is something that needs to be worked on every day, getting better at your craft, something that he obviously understands fully. That's why That's he's twice successful. successful as he is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. What, um, what advice would you give to a new agent or somebody thinking about um, starting a career in real estate?
1: So my deal is I've, I was blessed to have them help, uh, have me help with training also a little bit with some of the new agents that come in. Mm-hmm. And I always tell them that because uh, I guess if you look at the history of agents in general, not even side hustle, they say within that first year, a lot of people just quit. That it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tell them that right off the bat. It's not very easy to do. It's not for everybody. And just because you see somebody succeeding doesn't mean you're going to succeed in that first year. So it doesn't like, they always say that saying is, is it doesn't matter how many times you get knocked down as long as you keep getting back up. Yep. So that's what I always tell them is, is I would believe a real real estate agent that's coming in, try not to look at the money. Cause I think we talked about it at first is everybody thinks, well, real estate agents, they're just, they're making all this money now. The market's great and that's good, you know, but what happens when you're not really going to do that? It's all about how you can be a person and, you know, customer service to that person and make it one-on-one. It's more than just your commission. It's, you know, being together as a group and treating them like you would your family or your reputation reputation. So, and there's, like I said, there's a lot of things that I do with my clients and, and I'll tell them, cause I've had how many times have we heard this? And this is what I tell the brand new agents is coming in and they're like, man, I'm trying to get this person. They're trying to sell the house on their own. And I let them, let them try to sell it on their own and see how hard it is. And the risk you take without using an agent and then put yourself out there. And then they come back and are like, cause I've done that to clients. They're like, Oh no, you know what? We need you to sell my house. So I try to do that to new agents is try to put them. It's not all glory. It's not easy. It's pretty hard. And if you stick with it and you put the work in, then you'll get a lot out. So that's what I usually do.
2: Ain't that the truth. What, um, what benefits do you see on becoming a member of the SAFR and Faithfully team specifically?
1: Um, family oriented, faith-based oriented. Um, one of the other things for agents is you get these bigger brokerages that don't allow part-time agents. And who wouldn't allow a part-time agent if you're getting some type of commission and, you know, like they're making money and you can get the best of both worlds. So SFAR, they do that. They give people the opportunity to come in and get their feet wet instead of jumping all into a career that you don't know. um, They kind of get your feet wet, let you do that, and then you succeed. And then if you decide to leave your other career, you can. But it could be a part-time agent deal. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're very, like I said, family-oriented, meaning how many times have you heard that I could see my broker across from me on a table? And it's not just because I'm top producer. I've seen them do that for the agents that are just coming on. The agents have been in the middle. We do events together. You know what I mean? Like it's a family oriented faith based group and I really, really enjoy it. They're always there for you. Like I said, it's not like they get the business phone number. You know what I mean? I have his cell number. Uh, He'll call me. So um, and it's just like I said, everybody has their different commission stuff like that. That's nothing part of this. Um, it's just the one, it's the one-on-one deal mm-hmm. that it's a family base for me.
2: Yeah. And I think it has to do with accessibility, right? You know, um, I know that when Gasper recruited me, cause Gasper was the first, uh, was the first was a, when, when, uh, SAFR was a brokerage, he was a, per, a one person brokerage. And when he recruited me, it was about accessibility. It was the ability to have, I know that I have been given the tools to succeed. And the templates of the forms and, you know, business protocol, business ethics, they were all part of the training that we provide that he provided to me. And I always knew that in the back, uh, you know, in the back of my mind, that if I had something that I literally was stumped on, he was a phone call or a text message away. And that's something that we've always tried to do that. And as we've grown and the agents have come up and been recipients of that accessibility, now they in turn are Mr. and Mrs. Trainers and they're senior sales agents or associate brokers. And now they're, are doing the same thing, just paying it forward. Having that accessibility be one of the, um, one of the foundations of our success is that we can always call or text the person that has the answer or that would have the answer.
1: And like I said, we have different with our new agents and all that stuff that come in, they can call any of us. It's, I mean, they have a trainer, but they Mm -hmm. have a family of trainers. Mm -hmm. That's how I see it. Um, there's one of our, right. Rookie of the years that came through, he works with us and he's the same one that was, Mm -hmm. he talks to me on a daily basis just to kind of get bits and pieces. You know what I mean? Um, they can do that with any of our brokerage. And like I said, that's where it's our family oriented stuff.
2: Perfect. Now, if you're interested in a career in real estate or thinking about becoming an agent, Hey, go to our website. We have a really, really cool website out there. It's uh, www.safr.team, safr.team. And if you want to give me a call, Um, Again, my name is Joey. It's 210-827-7634. All right. Um, So I'm going to get into uh, short-form video content for social
0: media, and I'd like to get you guys' input on that as far as, you know, whether or not you guys use it and uh, what kind of results you get. People, I think, get stumped by doing video content because they're afraid to get on camera. Uh, But there are some tips and tricks and things that you can do or uh, angles you can take. That really, really help out and make it a lot easier than it is because short form video content does work extremely well. So if you're in real estate and you're trying to use uh, video as part of your marketing strategy, you need to include this form of short form video content. The massive uh, success on Instagram Reels, TikTok, uh, YouTube Shorts has made it clear people want short videos to catch their attention and to keep them entertained now when they say entertained it's not necessarily you need to be telling jokes and that kind of stuff but it needs to be attractive it needs to be a give your folks a reason to actually pay attention to the content that you're putting out all right so what i recommend is that you're looking at 59 seconds or less okay so you can easily share it across your reels TikTok, and your youtube shorts Um, different platforms have different time constraints but if you stick to that 59 seconds or less and you can do a lot in 59 seconds Um, that that really, really helps with uh, being omnipresent, which is, okay, I'm just going to kick it out here and everywhere, right? Right, right. Uh, Without having to do a whole bunch of editing and other stuff for each platform. So now it should look great and catch the viewer's eye within two seconds. It's got to be, not that you need to be, you know, overly, uh, you know, extravagant or something like that, but you should be able to catch their attention, let them know what it is that they're going to sit in front of for 59 seconds, and that should happen in the first two seconds. Um, And then consider using a text overlay. This is powerful because... Just having a video, if people are uh, using the bathroom, right, they're not necessarily have the audio on or if they're at work, you know, sneaking a, a video here and there, right. they're, they're not going to be having the audio on. So you have to have that text overlay to let them know what's going on. And then captioning, of course, is, is huge. It's one of the things that I use a lot of is captioning. So uh, one of the most powerful ways for realtors to use short form video content is doing home walkthroughs. So uh, Elliot, when do you do home walkthroughs, first off?
1: I do. Okay, I on them. video. On video, no, I have not.
0: Okay, so uh, what about... Uh, Joey, I know you're
2: coughing. Joey, yes. <laughs> have you done uh, any home walkthroughs on video? Nothing yet that I've actually put out. I've been practicing. Mm-hmm. I realized that practice yeah. makes perfect, and yep. the first couple of times that I tried it, I was like, "Yeah, this doesn't work." Okay, <laughs> so this is going to be really yet. good for you guys. Very good. You're yeah. gonna, you're gonna. I mean, seriously,
0: if you apply this, it's not as difficult as you think, and it's not like you're in front of the camera the whole time, right? So, and and people don't want to listen to the realtor do a 19 minute walkthrough of a house, right? I mean. Is that Elliot? Is that that's, something you would be interested in doing as a realtor? Is a 19 minute no, walk through the I don't house about what to? Not at no, all. nobody wants to do that, right? And nobody wants to watch that. Right. Um, there are some exceptions out there, and I, I, I would bet if I could see their statistics on a 19 minute video, they're only watching about 35 seconds of it. But right. at any rate, so um, there's there's some tips I'm going to give you guys, um, and and I would really challenge you guys to go ahead and do this because it's super powerful, right? Um, so. Uh you can do a complete walkthrough in less than a minute. It's not that difficult. And you don't have to be running through the whole house, right? There there's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> so uh first you gotta make sure you have uh permission, right, to, mm-hmm. to do the walkthrough, right? And and it needs to present well. So if it's a really bad home and it's like right. you have a hoarder situation right. there, well, that probably wouldn't be good on camera, right? right. Uh, you want to walk through the home, make sure there isn't anything lying around that you don't want to appear on camera. You want to make note of any particular areas you want to focus on or avoid altogether. So if there's special features to the home that you want to, you know, focus on for just a second, you'll be able to do that. Um, schedule the video shoot. Um, when there's enough natural light now, this is important because if you're going into dark areas of the home, you have to plan for that. So you may actually need a light if there's some dark areas that aren't well lit in the home, but generally speaking, you can do a walkthrough. It's not that big of a deal. And here's another tip is you don't need to hit every single room. Every single room of the house does not have to be in the video, right? I mean, how many bedrooms do you need to see? How many bathrooms do you need to see? But you just focus on certain things that'll work. Okay. You need, uh, so, uh, I don't want to get too overly complicated here, but if you have a, usually in the morning is a better time to do it because the light's a little bit softer and your shadows are a little bit easier. Um, and then like partly cloudy. Right. But look, just go out there. Right. But if, if you can adjust it, then go ahead and adjust it. Right. Cause the lighting is super important. A gimbal. You gotta have a gimbal for your phone. Don't walk through a how do walk through and it's all <laughs> it's shaky, shaky and everything like. else. You gotta have a gimbal. Right. And a good one will cost you less than a hundred bucks on Amazon. So easy peasy. Um, when you start the video, you're going to be on camera, right? And you can edit this stuff out. It's super simple. But you're going to be on camera. Hi, my name is Ellie Valdez. I'm going to do a quick walk through this house over on Beach Street. Right. If you're interested, make sure you reach out. And then you go, right? So how long was that intro? A couple seconds. Yeah, seconds, yeah. Right, and you could do that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that way, you're personalizing it. You're letting, hey, this is me. You, you know, hello, I, I'm your realtor, kind of a thing. Um, and then, so you do a quick hello. Uh, you introduce the home. And then you walk through with no commentary, okay? You don't want any commentary while you're walking through the house. You're going to do everything on text overlays, okay? Master bathroom, right? So that they know what the... Master bedroom. Kitchen's kind of obvious, right? Do you right. need a text overlay for a kitchen? Probably not, right? But if there's something that you need to highlight, then I would definitely highlight. Or you could highlight every room, right? But the key is keeping it less than 59 seconds. No commentary, right? Uh, You can have some music if you want to Uh, if you're putting it on TikTok, You can add the music after the fact or you could you could add it when you're doing your video editing so some editing tips Okay, oh wait, so pan around each room So you're gonna go in you you just take the gimbal and kind of pan around the room Okay, easy peasy. Don't worry about how long it takes you to do it because you can do it in post post post-production All right, so video editing tips. This is the, the the main thing here. Your goal is 59 seconds Of course you're gonna cut the video right after your intro and start it again as you're opening the door so they're walking right through the front door Speed the video up while walking, so you, you know, like getting through the hallways, getting around the house. Slow for the pan, right? Doesn't have to be complete one to one on the pan, but slow it a little bit and then move on to the next house. So you can do all of the major homes or all the major rooms in a home, and do your walkthrough in less than fifty nine seconds. Because I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, use your text overlays. Okay. The main purpose of short form video content is to get viewers to take action. So you definitely want to have a call to action. Hey, you know reach out to me, whatever it is you want to put on, what would you put on the uh, on the end of it, like, um, or the post? Do you put, like, your phone number? I put my
1: phone number and my name, emails, stuff like that. However they, however they can contact me, I just want them to be able to contact me.
0: So, okay.
1: So that's that's what I would do.
0: Yeah, sure. And if you're doing a – so in these types of things I would run on a video ad because then you have a messenger button right there, and you just say, hey, message me, and then you can – Right, you know right. Um, right. Let's see here. Cut the video, speed up. Use text overlays. Um, so there was a survey. This is important. I'm just going to kind of highlight, and then we'll wrap up um, the, the validity behind this. So there's a survey done by Animoto, which is a popular cloud-based video creation platform of over 500 consumers that found 93% said that video was helpful when purchasing a product, and it was the number one favorite type of content from brands on social media. So if you want to be effective on social media, you need to be using short-form content. As your part, at least part of your overall strategy. Right. What do you guys think? I'd I like think that good. you got to grab them in the first couple of seconds. Yeah, absolutely. Well, right. <laughs> so, lighting, personality, all of that, which we know that Elliot has that in, in spades. <laughs> so, we're good. <laughs> all right. As we wrap up, a quick uh, reminder to check out our latest podcast on all the usual podcast platforms. And you can find video versions of the show on our website at homebuyertalkradio.com. That's going to be it for us. Have a great week. And we'll see you on the next one.
1: Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us.